Good afternoon, friends. Looks like there's some people here live already. Welcome to the December 7th, 2021 group divination video. I am also excited to be doing a live divination. <laughs> What's up, Matakshali? Matakshali? <laughs> it's a fun word to try to say. Astro Aries, Astro Theology was up. Muff Pie, hey, hey. Good to see everyone that's already in here. I'm seeing people trickle in, and I'm going to just talk for a minute and let y'all trickle in. Probably what feels right to do is let y'all know about some of the stuff I've done recently. I was on Odin's Alchemy podcast, Benjamin Balderson's show. Wow, that was some big stuff we got into. I, I kind of made like a PowerPoint, so, you know, it got serious. Talked about the cosmic egg, the world tree. Many Holy Grail mysteries. It was pretty badass. <laughs> and I'm feeling really good to finally get in here and do this divination. I've been itching to do one, but it's getting busy right now. I've also been on a Legit Bat podcast recently. Been doing many episodes of my own content. So it started to be really a full-time job to get it all posted everywhere. If anyone wants to be my like unpaid intern. <laughs> I don't even know if I would take one on like I'm so controlly. I don't want anybody to have access to my different accounts and pages. But hey, uh, I'm going to keep wandering around with words for a little bit while some more people trickle in because they're still coming in. Welcome Order Abko, JLo, what's up? Kat over on the Rockfin side and Debbie and we got Laura K. Really good to see everybody coming in here. Um what feels good to do right now is maybe play some tones, set the tone, if you will. So I'm going to hit you guys with the sonic slider frequency off my mixer here. I recorded it myself, so it's or even though it's recording, this is organic tuning fork tunage right here. You should be able to hear that. Yeah, let's let that play out. And we're going to play one 417 tone also for change, positive changes. Cool. It's good to have some coherent tones going. And I think we've probably let the uh, <laughs> we've probably let the stream breathe long enough that we can get in here and start talking about the divination. And it's such a good one today. Such a good one today. If you remember from last week, we on the thirtieth of November, it was the last day of November, we talked about the taming power of the great and. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I definitely got my ass handed to me in some ways, as in I was tamed by the greater part of myself. <laughs> it was sometimes a little tough. Like we're going to talk about this from all, all aspects of it, you know, easy and tough, good and bad. Get back in focus here. All right. So the taming power of the great, 
this divination today, we're moving from that number 26, just mountain over, over Yang to a very different setup. Progress number 35, one of my favorites, really. Uh, in some translations, you would call it easy progress. I don't agree with the easy progress. I do and I don't. <laughs> it's like, it's paradox. It's easy and it's not easy at the same time, right? But this is a dynamic we've talked about before, a couple months ago, it came up. And this is the fire, the clinging, supported by the yin, the yielding, the earth. So it's passion supported by like the feminine or the body, your fiery energy and your body. Very cool one. Uh, just the quick cliff notes of what it represents. Advancement, appreciation, achievements, acceleration, steady gains, bro. <laughs> Making gains and uh, recognition, clarity, all that stuff. Lots of really good growth-oriented meanings in this particular card. But like usual, we want to start out with looking at the changing lines between the two. Because I think that's where a lot of the best gravy is at for doing these on a as a week-to-week -week sequence. So, right. Uh, the changing lines are the bottom line, the next line up, the third line up, and the fourth line. So the top two lines remain the same, but all the other four change. It turns out that those changing lines really have a lot to do with each other in terms of a meaning. So to dive into that which I probably should because we'll be here all day <laughs> if I don't. Yeah, let's talk about it. So the bottom line, the first line changing, it represents, the, to me, this represents root chakra. And I think it'll make sense as I go over it, but it's, uh, you know, the message here is to pay attention to any fantasies that you might be having. And we all do this where you are the good guy and some other person or group or force is the bad guy. Bad. <laughs> are you like pretending to be a superhero fighting the super villains? You know, uh, that's fun, but it's also kind of a childish mentality. And uh, I'm not saying it's completely wrong to see yourself as, as badass as a superhero, but let's just think about it this way. Your electric health in your body is improving because of your mindset improving, because of your health improving, all these different things. But your bioelectricity, the actual charge that you've got, that voltage is going up. It's circulating better. It's healthier. You got more of it. So the power that you've got to author and generate narratives for your life story is also expanding as your inner fire gets hotter. The most powerful point in any ritual or anything of a manifestation or anything at all, like it's always said that the first is always the most powerful because it's got value. It's like a collector's item. It's the it's the beginning, right? Um, so the most powerful point in any ritual you do in your life, even if it's just a story you're telling yourself, because everything's a ritual technically. Uh, it's the beginning. That's the powerful point, the first act. And if you're writing a script for yourself and it begins to play out like, You've created this good guys, bad guys narrative in your life. And now you have this idea of enemies or people that are against you or that you're just greater, like that you're the greatest, you're the great one. It's harder to nullify that once it begins to manifest and play out. So what this is saying in the first line changing from, from closed to open is to nip that good guy, bad guy narrative in the bud before it begins to manifest 
because then it's easier to stay neutral. And if you stay neutral, it's also like you're not creating good guys and bad guys out of uh, people and things in your head. I'm not saying there's not like evil shit going on. I'm just saying like your your story doesn't need to be that you're the superhero fighting that. That actually all you are in, responsible for is your own energy and your vibe. So if you stay neutral in that sense and you allow everything and everyone, uh, well, you can. It will help you allow everything and everyone to represent goodness rather than falling into that me versus them, us versus them mentality. I hope this is making sense. It corresponds to your root chakra. Your material security and safety is generated. The feeling of that, the sense of that, but also the literal manifestation of security and safety is coming out of this center we call the root chakra, the base chakra. And a strong and healthy root chakra will generate a life with no real enemies at all. You're not overcoming anything other than your own inner shadows. And you can dissolve and integrate those rapidly if you have a strong inner furnace. So that's the idea here. You don't want to uh, make good guys, bad guys out of things. Just let let what it is be what it is. And all you're worried about is integrating your inner shadows. And that's a big theme of this whole read as we go forward. Now, the second line changing is also all three of the bottom lines are going from closed to open or unbroken line to broken line because it's going from the yang trigram to the yin trigram, black to uh, from white to black. Okay. So the second line, I take this to represent sacral and sacral chakra, right? This is about greatness recognizing its own limitations. <laughs> uh, so have you, did you notice any limitations this week during the week of the taming power of the great? All right. We're talking about the Wu Wei all the time. Everything we're talking about is trying to point us to the Wu Wei, the effortless effort. This is a path of total honesty and integrity. The need to appear as the hero, like we were just talking about, you know, the bravest, the most valiant, this comes actually kind of from a place of lack and imbalance. And trust me, it's hard for me to even be real about this because I want to be like, I want to seem like the brave superhero. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be brave, but really, this is a similar message to the first line. You're trying to put on the superhero costume. It's a persona and it's a compensation for insecurity. Being honest about who you are and what you can actually do is recognizing realistic limitations. But this is a paradox because it actually puts you in the position of the most power to affect positive changes. This is because by recognizing the realism of your limitations, you become aligned with truth. And truth is the way. And the way is the Tao. And if you are seeing yourself clearly including limitations, an honest perspective of self allows all the other versions of self in the external world, as in other people, to align with truth more readily too. And this means that you don't have to do it all. And you're learning why that's a good thing right now to let each other player do their thing. And then you can receive as much as you give because they, in your mind, you're letting the story be that everybody is great, not just you being the great one. Okay. So Instead of having to do it all and the frustration and the failure of that, you're learning why everybody's doing their thing. You can receive from them and give to them. And instead of falling for the Messiah complex or savior mentality that you've got to be the one to save the world single-handedly, we come together as a tribe, which is what's actually needing to be done. And that's actually what saves the world. So uh, third line, 
<laughs> I love seeing all the people connecting in the chat, by the way. You guys are so beautiful. Hi, Chelsea. J-Lo. Gabriel, what's up? Justin Michael over on Rockfin. Yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> so let's continue here. The, uh, the, the third line, solar plexus. So we're talking about the taming power of the great. That's what we're coming off of. What is the great taming? It's taming us, technically. It's our ego self. Not that the ego has got to go away, but taming it is helpful, right? It's, uh, it's good to feel humbled, actually. Life in the last week has probably humbled you a lot, if I'm reading the, the auguries correctly, if uh, based on my own experience of this week. There may have been some seriously difficult moments throughout the last week where you were beginning to see and recognize your limitations and vulnerabilities. The challenging moments that we've been through in the last week are a fire in which the superficial aspects of your persona are getting melted. Your shell was cracked and the exterior that you were projecting is returning back into the mix and the flow of the total energy of your aura. So your true nature is now more able to shine forth because you got cracked. All right. That is the taming. Like the master cracked you on the head with the stick. <laughs> Cause you know, you thought you didn't need to focus and you started want drifting off and pow crack. Anyway, this is about letting the armor drop and then the light can come through in whatever expression your energy and emotions are generating truthfully. So Whatever it was that was tough this week, there's because <laughs> I know that it was there was some there was some hard energy this week. It just is what it is uh, that that was for our good, obviously. And that was part of the taming. Like sometimes we just like it doesn't mean we got to go necessarily into a valley of sadness. It can be different for everybody, but maybe it is a valley of sadness or maybe it is. Um, maybe it's like you repeat some old patterns and behaviors that. And now you're seeing it more readily and like more quickly jumping out of that pattern. I mean, like, oh, 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 I see that even though I've progressed a lot and that I've become greater, that I still could fall back into this old pattern at any time that I let my ego think that it's in charge. <laughs> and what's really in charge is your charge, like your actual bioelectricity. So being in charge of life in a positive way is like being in charge in a health way, like that's your focus, health and uh, and honesty about where you're at emotionally, physically, all of these things. So it's time, like what we're realizing in this time is that humility, simplicity and humanness are not weakness. This is why I was going with the superhero theme before that actually you'll have a greater influence for the good with other people by showing who you truly are, hardships and triumphs, both. And what's being deleted from your field right now is the belief that if you can't be perfect, then your efforts aren't worth it. The truth is the imperfections are a part of the song of life, right? And we can collapse the duality of perfect and imperfect by realizing that obstacles are guides. <laughs> Just another way of me saying the obstacles are the course. And by facing the obstacles or the hardships with humility, being realistic, then when we clear those hurdles, they're inspirations for other people like literally a breath of spirit or prana for those who see us in our true colors. It's actually not always helpful for other people to like see your mask of, uh, you know, your Batman or your Superman or whatever in your, this perfect 
unfuckwithable thing. And I'm not saying don't be unfuckwithable. You can be energetically if you're staying in the flow of caring for your own bioenergetic charge, your electricity, doing what's best for your charge at all times. But it's just facts that sometimes we fall out of it a little bit. Like I do. We all do. <laughs> like, okay, so here's the humility part for me. A few weeks back, I bragged about how I was like, yeah, I deleted the video games off of my computer and I stopped playing video games. Well, for like a week and a half, actually, I, I put them back on my computer. I blame Rachel from our Telegram group because she was talking about Skyrim. And I was like, yeah, I haven't played Skyrim in 10 years. That game was pretty cool. And I jumped in and I like was sucked right into the old pattern of kind of being obsessive over video games and wasting a lot of time on that. And I got, I deleted it again. <laughs> so there's the triumph, but it took a bit and it was hard on me, like energetically hard on me to fall back into this old pattern and the things, uh, the shadow things that led me to that pattern were very obvious. And hopefully I integrated them and I'm integrating them right now by being honest about it. And that might seem like a silly example. I'm not even saying that video games are for you, something you shouldn't do. But for me, like the addiction to them in my past had something really a lot to do with <laughs> me avoiding my shadow and getting stuck in it. So that's just me. That's just me. There's other things too in the hurdles, but we'll just leave it at that. The, um, the fourth line changing, right? <laughs> Ilya K says, I get existential anxiety and dread whenever I play video games for more than an hour. Me too, usually, but uh, somehow Skyrim is <laughs> too good. Gets me right into there. Like, anyway, uh, hey, Gordy, what's up? Welcome to this. Everyone check out Gordy Two Shoes on YouTube. He's putting out videos now. Yeah, so now fourth line. Man, I'm 20 minutes in and I'm still talking about the changing lines. Get it together, Chance. Talk, be more concise. <laughs> fourth line, though. Uh, consider this the... Now you'd think fourth is heart chakra, but I consider heart chakra to kind of be like the middle balancing point between the trigrams. So the fourth line in the I Ching is the throat chakra. And this is also, this is going from uh, open to unbroken line, closed line. <laughs> uh, Ilya, it's made me laugh. Skyrim was the one that drove me to that edge of existential dread. Yeah, right. It's too real. Okay. So fourth line changing it. Hmm. It's uh, it's important to reiterate that you best serve yourself and life itself by staying open to other people, remaining receptive and expressive as much as possible, not just when things feel good, like metaphorically during the spring and the summer, but through all of life's seasons. Big temptation to when we don't feel good to hide from the world or be like all the more <laughs> when we don't feel our best, it's even more likely that we'll put up like the shell or the armor. And that might be in the case of just kind of avoidance of others that we normally would connect with or who want to connect with us that could come through faking uh, a happy exterior or that, uh, like a shiny exterior when really like there's some hardship. The fact is if somebody comes to you to connect and they're in the Valley of swords metaphorically um, and they're like a real human being that cares about you, they want to know where you're at. That's why they're coming to you. And then, yeah, they they can they can benefit. You can benefit by the expression of what's really going on. So the vulnerability it actually is like permeability um, that by expressing it, you're, it's coming through and out instead of being stuck in. 
And I'm not saying just like bitch and moan about your problems. You'll know what's right. You're not here to like just vomit negativity on other people. It's not like that. You know that. You know you're not like that. It's about being like, well, this uh, I'm having a hard time because of this or that. Or you don't have to even say what it is. But just like be real about where you're at and receptive because being receptive yourself um, to where how they're going to react or how they're going to care about you telling them what's up with you. This is hard to express, but like the winter is regenerative. Okay. And in the same way, even though it looks like death, it's regenerative. So your difficult and humbling experiences. And I'm like, you know, thinking of any that came up in the last week, they're actually part of the perfect design of the Tao or the way of life. So you're actually like appreciating all the flavors. This is important. You can allow both pleasure and pain to realize their fullest potential for your growth and healing. So I'm not saying like go around looking for people to be the uh, the shoulder to cry on or hear you out. But in like, don't, if it feels like coming up, coming out, something that's going on with you, if it's hard and the, and there's someone there that it feels like coming out to don't keep it in then, you know, that's all it is. Like, you'll know what's right. I'm just saying that when what's inside, <laughs> it's more powerful of a, it can be more powerfully a block. And when you let it out, it's like, Oh, now we get some objectivity at it. We're both looking at it. Oh, like it's uh, you know, we're, we're detached from it there. So it's a balanced thing. It's a balanced thing. Now let me get a drink here. Been Jibber jabbering for a hot minute. Mmm, some good coffee. Okay. <laughs> progress. Yeah, this is what we're all here for. The progress card. This is the good stuff. Fire over yin, over uh, earth. The fire is the clinging, is the passion energy. Yeah, so... In the yin is the body, it's the yielding, it's the earth. So this is a situation, to give like a traditional explanation of the hexagram, it's a situation of easy and natural progress. What has been weak is ascending, and by gaining a prominent position will become more powerful. So um, it's also saying progress is achieved most effortlessly when right action is taken without concern for immediate reward or gratification. And when the path of the weaker aligns with that which is strong, the path of the weaker aligns with that which is strong. Do you see where that comes into play with what I was just trying to say about like being real about where we're at with uh, weaknesses or hardships? Because when we express it and we bring it into awareness, into the field of what we can perceive honestly, that's the integration, that's the digestion. That's the alignment of the weaker with that which is strong. And then what was weaker by aligning with that which is strong becomes strong. So can the weaker aspects of your personality ascend by aligning to support your strengths? What would that look like for you? I can't answer that for you, but it is possible. It's part of the way. And in the progress hexagram, we're like, we're talking about the bright light of day where all things become known. And this is the time. This is this is the time where the sun is coming up and it, at one point it's still shrouded in the morning mist, but it's on its way to the heights of brightness and it will not be prevented from getting there. So, you know, wherever your personal sun is at on the progress, just know this is a time of being on the rise. 
we've gone through the taming power of the great. <laughs> it was great at first. And then it was like, oh shit, we're <laughs> kind of getting my ass handed to me here. But that's the master metaphorically giving you the hard lesson that you need so that progress can occur. You got to go through it. Now, this progress is an energy of quickening, accelerating to the zenith, but this zenith can be transcended over and over again, meaning that no matter how far you rise and how far you've risen in the past, know that your infinity can always expand further. So what I'm talking about is like, what does the noon look like for you when the sun rises all the way to the zenith? Well, it can actually go, it can be a bigger noon for you now than the last time you were on the progress, right? It's a new day. There's more growth, more beauty in your life, more seeing clearly. This is like your chance to see clearly all of the dynamics at play in your life, good and ill. That's why it's coming from, not like because it's coming from the taming power of the great to progress, this, this sun rising thing, rising awareness, rising perception of everything that's going on. The higher your vantage point, the further down in the valley you can see, but also you can see other mountains far away. So if you've been developing with maturity right now, looking down into the valley will give you a clear vision of the roots of the things that held you back. Uh, so that's like, again, like what Chelsea just said in the chat, transforming vulnerability to include a strength not seen before. <laughs> yeah, the vulnerabilities were there to make you stronger, actually. They're there to also make you a better healer and guide for other people that have had those vulnerabilities, but they're at a different part of the progression than you. So uh, if you've been working just for ego right now or in the last week or at some point, and just for a sense of superiority, like trying to be the superhero, uh, you, you got to be honest about how that actually makes you sort of manipulate things and people. And this is getting exposed. That was the teacher was there to expose you the taming power of the great and either way developing with maturity and getting a clearer vision of things that held you back or you were working for ego and you're getting exposed and you're feeling that either way is to your benefit being inspired by fire or burned by it has lessons for spiritual growth in the experience now on the subject of ego this doesn't mean that like you should turn down being recognized for hard work just because ego enjoys it not everything that ego enjoys is wrong. Uh, just remember that your true inspiration comes from ruthlessly honest self-love for the love of the big self that is the all. Because this expanded type of self-love is the only thing that lets you care for others. If you try to care for others without this type of self-love and without recognizing that the other and their self is the same self you have, meaning that if you're judging something about them, you're actually judging something about yourself. If you're loving something about them or you like something about them, that's something about you that you like. So recognize the projection of shadow and the projection of, of uh, virtue, right? And that's the ruthlessly honest self-love. That's what generates your ability to care. That's where the principle of care comes from. So yeah, it's good to feel good about being recognized for any of the amazing transitions you've made or any of the things you've manifested into the world. Your hard work is great. It's great. Let your ego enjoy that. That's fine. But just realize that the, <laughs> the applause is not where the inspiration came from or really comes from. It's the self-love. Now, um, the other thing, though, about that is your specialness is guaranteed. Regardless of how much you promote it, your uniqueness is... <laughs> Like that's, it's still, it is what it is. You, you've still got a very important role in this fractal 
with your uniqueness, regardless of how much you promote it or how much you are recognized for it. So uh, the more you thrive through your own uniquity, if you like that word, I love that word, the more you will it raise the floor for the rest of the uh, the life in the fractal because you're the center of the mandala for your personal universe. So the more you want to love who you are as a character in this dream of life, um, you will all like the more self-love you get, the more love you will get for the other characters around you as a balance. It should be that way. So if you find that like um, you're trying to practice self-love and self-esteem and self-confidence, but you're just, you just wind up like judging others and looking at them like I'm so much better than them or like pay attention to those thoughts. Be real about it. Even if it's just a blip, um, notice it, neutralize it and realize that, yeah, that's not self-love. If <laughs> the judgment of, of others as, as lesser is not self-love, just be real. I'm not saying that other people should be like, you know, you should celebrate them as being the most amazing when they're obviously insane, <laughs> but recognize that like probably in the, the real flow of the Wu way, you're barely even going to interact with the, the mad madness and the insane. Most of it is going to just come through the screen. So uh, Debbie says, I like watching superheroes. They inspire us even when they're having a tough time. Right. But that's because you're seeing the movie version of the superhero where you see them going through their dark night of the soul, even when no one else is watching. And uh, so your dark nights of the soul can be inspiring to others if you allow them to see it in the right time. I'm not saying just like advertise all your dirty laundry. I'm not saying that, but you'll know when. Just don't hide. Just don't hide, especially from people that care about you. Um, yeah, so this seems like a good time to move forward. Um, to just say the last thing about the progress is that the most important thing to continue the progress is to stay focused on <laughs> stay focused on like the little tasks that improve your energy. Literally, especially okay, so especially when you're getting your ass kicked by the master and you feel like I don't even know what to do right now. Everything sucks or everything's so hard or I just feel like stuck and frozen. You should maybe just look for the lit this is my personal trick. I just try to find the easiest small thing that I could do that would be good for me. Even if it's super tiny, like eating something healthy. All right. And stay where, wherever you're at on the progress, staying focused on the little tasks of life that improve your energy, your bioelectricity, your charge. That is what will allow the flame of your passion to continue to grow. So you can transcend the previous Zenith and it means not getting complacent about what got you to the point of progress just because you feel so warm and inspired. Just like the firekeeper of the tribe, you got to keep feeding that fire at the right pace to keep it alive through the night and not run out of fuel and not let the fire die. So, you know, just because the fire is burning really well right now, be aware that it's going to need more fuel when it does. And you're there for that. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, that was it. <laughs> There's the I Ching. All good. All good. <laughs> Let's look at the next card. It's the tarot card. The hanged man. But he came up. He came up upside down. Or I guess right side up for him. So what's this about? What's this about? Hanged man? Reversal? Well, we're we just talking about the, the taming power of the great coming in and kind of kicking your ass a little bit this week. I don't know if I'm right about that, but in, I think so. Some way, 
somehow you are relating to what I'm saying in your own, you know, unique <laughs> experience. So uh, the hangman upside down, first of all, could be talking about uh, lack of self-control and discipline, lack of individuality, getting stuck in the mundanity of life, like losing the spiritual uh, spiritual vacuity, vacuity. <laughs> That's a fun word. You know, like vacated spirit is vacated from, from like it vacates you when you refuse to better yourself. And this is what puts you in the position of the hanged man, whether or not you intended to do it. Like Odin wants to put himself up there and see and gain the magic of the runes hang upside down. But sometimes we get hung upside down by just getting into the refusal to better ourselves uh, or violating our natural order in some way. Right. Bad. It's really about bad habits. Bad habits lead to shallowness. It's just what it is. Like you can't have psychological insight of yourself with bad habits in play and uh, ex like accepting them and leaving them there. But the thing about this upside down, I'm not saying that that's where you're at. I'm saying maybe you experienced some of that in the last week, but this card is here to talk about really that the reason it's coming up reversed is because the times are improving. The, uh, the uncomfortable period of last week, whatever aspect of it was, is over. The ordeal is over. We're releasing that. We're exiting the underworld, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, <laughs> the upside down world, okay? Whatever self-delusion we might have been playing with ourselves in the game of hide and seek is we're done with that now and we're moving forward. So sanity, as in mental clarity, is returning. It's a good thing. So that's the hanged man. I think that it ties in especially well to uh, the next card, which is the alligator card. 50, alligator. Alligator is in this Native American medicine deck. It's about, <laughs> it's about integration. So I just keep reading stuff from the, the chat. Yeah, uh, Chelsea says, doesn't that mean no more indecision? Yes, if it's coming up, uh, yeah, this coming up, in the upside down, right side up, man, <laughs> it is like you're no longer frozen in stasis or indecision. Very, very accurate read right there. Yes. And uh, Kaylee over on Rockfin says, it's so true. I always want to hide, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to hide. Like we make other people stronger with uh, being real. It, we all get stronger together. Now let's talk about alligator. The, there's a cool poem in the book. This ancient, ancient book that I've got that comes with these cards. It uh, There's a poem with every card. And this one, sometimes I like to read them because I feel like this one's profound. It goes like this. It's short. Alligator, let me drop my judgments, accepting life with grace, so that forlorn care and worry will vanish from my face. Let me integrate each moment digesting life with ease, counting all my experiences as equal opportunities. Yeah. Isn't that good? Accepting life with grace so that forlorn care and worry will vanish from my face. So <laughs> forlorn care, even just that, I want to get like dive into that. Forlorn is like abandoned. So actually when we get all like caught up in the aspect of care, the negative aspect of care, like caring about mm, negative aspect of care is a hard thing to say, but like being overly focused on the bad or like why things are bad and why it's hurting us or why we suck. 
that's the forlorn care. That's abandoning care because if you cared about yourself, think about it like this. If you separated yourself from yourself and you were just objectively looking at, at you as uh, somebody that you cared about unconditionally, loved unconditionally, would you kick their ass mentally the way that you kick your own ass? You know, would you like chew yourself up and kill yourself in your mind over self-judgment, over things that you can't accept? If you loved yourself unconditionally, if you were the parent to yourself and yourself was the child, does this make sense? So that's forlorn care. Um, and the worry from that, it does affect our face. Like that does change our entire auric field. And we want to integrate so that that vanishes. <laughs> we want to digest it. So alligator integra integration digestion is talking about fully appreciating all parts of life, both pleasure and pain. Is this starting to sound familiar? Is this starting to sound like what we've already been talking about? Yes, it is. The, <laughs> because the cards go together. They do that. I don't know how to pick them so that they go together other than to just pick random ones and look what happens. And it's amazing. Like I couldn't have wrote this story myself with uh, by trying. It's a really fun thing. But what else can we look at with Gator? Um, it does like the death roll <laughs> in the water uh, with the prey. Maybe that's saying roll with the punches. That's what the book says. Roll with the punches. Whenever the gator grabs hold of you and starts rolling, go with the flow. Like uh, maybe resisting it gets you torn up worse or just let whatever it is that needs to be consumed and integrated and dead as in let go of, let it go. Um, so a cure here, super miracle cure is that when you get too serious and, and rigid and inflexible, laugh, find a way to laugh because that's the immediate nullification of the judge self-judgment or the anger. How can you be angry and laughing at the same time if it's real laughter, right? Find a way how to laugh, whatever you got to do. The dissolution of your rigidity and your judgments about yourself or others, because really all judgments of others are judgments of yourself. Um, that's how you find the lesson. So like the hanged man, the gator medicine is about waiting to pass judgment until you see all sides of a situation. That's why he's upside down. The gator hangs out under the water with just his eyeballs and his nostrils poking out. He looks around and sizes everything up before he makes a move. That's kind of the move here, too. We're talking about um, being able to see things from all sides, good and bad, and just neutrally being there with what it is. So... The Gators here to tell you that any slowdowns you felt last week, they were necessary to get you to digest the situation you're in or where you've come from more completely before making any rash moves. You may decide on the same course that you were on before, but this pause was needed so that you could look at your plans and your projects from all sides, both happy and sad, enthused and frustrated, see it all for what it is, all sides. And then if you're dealing with somebody or a situation this week in the taming power of the great week or any time in the future that this person or the situation is too serious, too rigid, too inflexible, find a way to embrace your own flexibility and see if that helps. Like remember that the body is the important aspect of flexibility, not just mental stretching and movement practices move in different ways. And you can think in new ways too. Uh, so don't rush through life. Gator is like methodical. It can bam, 
really fast when it wants to attack, but like mostly just chilling and, and floating there, going with the flow, waiting for the opportunity, seeing things for what they really are. So Gator says, don't rush through life. Don't mentally leave the present moment out of a desire to be in a projected future or a romanticized past. Honor your progress, especially when digesting something that hurts, hurts your stomach metaphorically. By uh, the way to digest something that's hurting you is probably to count your victories and think about your rites of passage. A good method for this is journaling, um, not just journaling like, you know, your previous day, but just sitting down and reviewing your healing process and the life lessons that are most important to you up to the point you're at now, even if they were a long time ago or whatever, just see what comes out. And yeah, and then you integrate the growth from those things more completely. You can always go back and integrate your healing process up to the point you're at now more fully than you have so far. I promise, because it's like reading, you know, you read a book that you, you've read like five years ago, or you watch a movie that you've seen before and you notice new things about it. That's what I'm saying. Like you can go back to your healing process, life lessons, rites of passage, previous victories, and you can get more nutrition out of those if you digest them further. Gator's about that. Now, now we're going to look at the Guan Yin card. This is a cool one. This is actually the one that's on the cover of the book that it comes with. Tai Chi Rising, number 32 in this deck. Tai Chi Rising. Yeah. Yeah, Gordy, get back to journaling. I see your comment there. <laughs> I only just started keeping a journal like a month ago. So for the first time in my life, I'm actually doing that. It's pretty cool. Recommend. Do recommend. Uh, yeah. Tai Chi Rising is about your electric field growing stronger. So... We talked about this a bit at the beginning. It's saying that like your manifestation power is growing because your bioenergy is is growing, meaning you're going to bring things to you faster magnetically, both good things and bad things. So that's like, it means that if you fall into a, a spiral of an old pattern, you can get out of it quicker, but it can also harm you faster the longer you stay into it. Like you're going <laughs> to, so not to be scary, but just like the more uh, finely tuned your aura becomes, the more sensitive it is to bullshit. So be real about that. You know, like if you go back into your old bullshit, be real about it. And then maybe you'll get out of it faster. I think you will. And just know that like the higher the height, the bigger the fall. So if you want to keep climbing, you can, and your your electricity getting stronger is going to mean that you get more instant manifestation juju, more synchronicity power, but it goes both ways. That's why, like, that's why we have to improve our energy before we get the superpowers, because uh, we got to get more in balance before we really get the superpowers. But then once we unlock them, well, the next phase of the lesson Okay, because, okay, we had to get in balance before we really activate the superpowers because you wouldn't want just everybody in the world with their crazy perspective to have instant manifestation ability and power. Uh, you got to grow your soul a little bit for that. But once you've grown your soul, even if you go back into old pattern, your soul is still grown, which means that like you're responsible for the consequences and the rewards of your, your superpowers. So your Tai Chi rising um, it can be, you can do this with the body. Like 
morning practice, really good idea. Uh, Qigong practice where like Gordy could tell you more about this. Just find something like, find some movement where you can synchronize this movement with your breath, like in breath, raise your hands above your head. And maybe you can even combine it with thoughts or, or uh, at the top of it saying something like, I accept more chi into my field. I called the power of heaven into my body to meet the strength of the earth. Exhale, lower the hands. Anything like that. Inhale. Any movement where an inhale is synced with the movement and then an exhale is synced with the reversal of that movement. That's anything is really basically Qigong that you do that way. So things like this, good way to raise up your chi power. And you're probably already doing it. And that's why we're getting the message right now that your chi is rising. It's getting stronger, which means your words and thoughts have more potency. <laughs> so let, give yourself the time to get used to it. And don't, um, you know, you got to don't take the car, the sports car of your your Merkaba into a big race before you know how to drive it. Get like, take the time, integrate, integrate. That's the the meme right now, the message. Uh, there's a cool prayer for Tai Chi rising in here that, oh, chanting and meditation, energy work, healing. Obviously these things can help with the balance of this stronger Chi flow that you've got as well. Big time, big time. Uh, <laughs> compassion, Gordy says, is a beautiful byproduct of healing yourself. Yes, it is. And, and so it's like, if you're having trouble being compassionate for yourself, that's a great indicator to go for more healing, maybe even work with a healer. It's actually totally cool to do that. So a prayer for Tai Chi rising out of this book through the mercy and compassion of Guan Yin and my own free will, may my energy field grow to meet the needs of my soul light. May I be strong and merciful, powerful and wise in equal measure. May I be loving and potent with temperance and peaceful intention. Yeah, there you go. So since we're all here, <laughs> we've done all this already, all this group stuff. What do you think? You guys want to do... Uh, cards for your sun signs before the last couple of times I did it like fire signs, water signs, yada, yada. But I'm kind of thinking <laughs> maybe try to go through it faster, but what do you guys, what do you guys think about doing cards for each, each Zodiac sign? So like 12 go all the way. Let me know. Does this sound fun? Probably going to do it. Probably going to do it anyway. So we could be here a minute, but I'll try not to. <laughs> We're definitely be here more than 15 minutes. I can guarantee that. Shit. It might be like 45 more minutes. I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds fun. You guys up for it? I'm going to just take your word for it. But if all you wanted was the group divination, we're wrapped up with that now. And we're going to do some divinations for the signs, which is like, I got this idea from Peace Dealer. He does this uh, occasionally where we go through each of the 12 Zodiac signs. Limon says, hit it, let's go. Kaylee says, I love tarot, so yes. All right, so I got this idea from Peace Dealer. It's a good way to go where like, it's not just about your sun sign, but like think sun, moon, rising. Technically you've got all 12 Zodiac signs in your chart. 
So if you're really familiar with your chart and you know where each of these placements is and what that means in the house and you want to take it, take these divinations that far, great. But also your inner zodiac, the archetypes within are going to hear the message. Each of the 12 inside you is going to hear the message for each. So like says 12 is good. Hanged man number 12. Bring it on. Okay. So you, you get me, you get me. So your inner Aries is going to hear the first one, wherever it's at. For me, it's my son. So in my son, it's going to be, I think it's like eighth house for me. Um, that has specific meaning, but also just, we'll just go with it. And what resonates to your conscious mind is what resonates. And that's great. And yeah, you feel me, but like, especially think about sun, moon rising, because sun is your, what you're aware of in life and kind of your main quest. Rising sign is like an identity thing. And uh and how you are seen by others especially and then moon sign is your secret shadow self emotional self so yeah let's get it let's get it we're gonna do for aries we're gonna start with a I Ching card here we go so we're gonna get ooh all right aries aries is talking about receptive patience support be supportive Support yourself, support your mothers, support the earth. This is yin yin, the receptive. So I want to get more context from other cards to keep going. But specifically, Aries is getting the oracle of patience. <laughs> what do you know? Like, you think Aries needs to learn patience? I don't know about that. I don't know if I need patience. What? Should I really? Yeah, probably, probably. So patience and let the let the thing that's incubating and gestating let it go do its thing give yourself time to digest no rush no rush oh aries also is getting the justice card so maybe telling you that like a situation that you find troubling or that you feel unfair about have patience about it the justice is coming <laughs> You know, you don't have to be the one that goes out and doles it. Like you just get yourself in balance and then things work themselves out and the external patience. You don't got to go out there. I know I'm not the type of Aries that's like the go kick someone's ass fighter, but I know that's a thing. Like it's a Mars sign and there's some war in there. So if you're that, if your Aries is like that in you, that wants to just go <laughs> pop some caps and chop some heads off over some shit, let the... Let justice and balance be achieved by you yielding <laughs> and being devoted to your own body energy and getting that in balance. I think that's a good message. So, uh, and a, a card from Archangel Michael, we're going to throw that in to the mix. Woo. Yeah. So <laughs> Aries, let the justice come be patient <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Archangel Michael for Aries says decide to be happy now. Thank you for helping me open my heart to happiness, joy, and bliss. I'm now willing to see all the goodness in my life. So, yeah, don't be focused on the injustice. Focus on be happy now. You know, that's great. It's a great prayer and message, especially. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're having trouble with the justice side of things. But that's great. That's I like how this goes. Aries gets the receptive justice and Decide to be happy now. Hope that that helps. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Taurus. Yeah, Limon says, Aries Moon needed this. Taurus. All right, Taurus. Modesty. 
That's your Iching card. Moderation, humility, keep it simple. Now, I know that you Tauruses do have a tendency for the fancy things. You like the nice things in life. You like the bling sometimes, or you just, you know, <laughs> you've got the goods. You've got the, the money bags, right? So you you sometimes lack a little humility, potentially. Um, no offense, no offense. It's just what it is. Respectability will come through moderation and humility. Keeping it simple is good. This is your message. I can't tell you what it means for you in your personal life, but it does fit with uh, with a Taurus right there. Let's see what else goes with it. <laughs> Eating my feelings at night. You got me, Kaylee. That's something I've got going on. Hierophant. All right. Hierophant is reverse. And isn't Hierophant... Uh... Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Reversed Hierophant. Why would it be coming up reversed? Maybe, maybe Taurus, that part of yourself has been listening to somebody that didn't really have it all figured out, but was acting like they did. Actually, Hierophant does correspond astrologically to Taurus, at least in the way that uh, I I learned from Tessarion, and that's what he would say. So the reverse is saying to um, maybe have some Keep it simple with the uh, financial ventures, possibly. Like there's maybe a specific thing for you right here. Uh, don't go too far out on a limb right now <laughs> with uh, with investments, with, with anything, really. Um, slow down. Keep it simple. Let's see what Archangel Michael's got to say about this, too. Let's get it in there. Let's get it in there. Gordy says, Hierophant reversed is his jam. Yeah, so... It could also be saying rebellion, you know, challenge authority, big time. Let's say that. <laughs> Inverted five, take your lumps, the cult priestess says. And uh, Archangel Michael says, have confidence. Okay, so this definitely could be saying, hey, uh, you don't need to have everything all flashy and smooth on the outside. Um, just to be confident, right? You can have confidence and fortitude from within calling on the divine wisdom, calling on spirit guides to help bring that to you. So <laughs> Kaylee says Taurus is ignoring our own inner guidance. Yeah. Um, confidence, ask for confidence, have confidence, realize that modesty and confidence are a great pairing, great pairing. Self-esteem doesn't mean um, a fake exterior. You know, you can have confidence and humility at the same time. That's great. And sometimes this Hierophant character, you know, maybe lacks a little bit of the modesty, <laughs> maybe a little too full of himself. No offense. Uh, Taurus, there it is. You know, it, that's what it is. I'm, try, I'm not trying to sugarcoat shit. <laughs> have confidence without makeup, a cold priestess says. Yeah. I keep shuffling. Fun, though. Isn't it? It's fun to do this. I kind of think so. Now we're going to get into Gemini Suns. What do you think, Gemini? What's it for you today? Okay, it's approach. Approach is number 19. This is about yeah, uh, approaching prosperous conditions, lightening up. So Gemini, this is saying lighten up and get back into the mindset of hopefulness. Wherever you're at, you're on you're uh you're you're on your way you're arriving there arrival will probably have more context 
in the tarot card. I got to be a little quick. I can't just go all out on the I Ching. Uh, we're doing it more Oracle style. Hmm. So. One second. Got to be real about the reversals, Jim and I. Here it is. It is a six of cups reversed, meaning <laughs> yeah, maybe you've had like a gun, maybe this week when we talked about the um, hard lessons from the master with the taming power of the great. So maybe this week is saying that there was some heaviness and seriousness. Maybe you like just really hated, hated the triviality parts of life, did not enjoy, um, did not enjoy the basic small things or the old patterns that may have come up and that could definitely lead to some apathy. <laughs> so if you have been struggling with caring and la like losing your ability to care about things or you care about yourself, uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. We've, we've approached the period of lightening up. So now we're into the strengthening of this meaning and like we're approaching the flip back over connectedness, readiness. This could be, relating to like getting back into a better rhythm with a partner uh, romantically, or even meeting a romantic partner that has, uh, you know, your real, has real, your real interest, your best interests in mind, right? So uh, the approach seems to be approaching pleasures and good feelings again, maybe on a social level or artistic creative level projects. Uh, there's a lot possible there approach and six of cups i didn't say out loud what it was six of cups if you're listening to this as an audio feed later you probably want to know something tells me to draw for gemini sorry everyone that's just what it is it just my hands reached there and grabbed it to uh grab for a selenite green out of this crystal oracle so selenite this is uh definitely a crystal about purifying energy hygiene Practicing energy hygiene is coming up here for you guys. I don't know why my <laughs> hand just reached for it. I was supposed to grab for Archangel Michael. So do your best practices that you know to improve your energetic hygiene, burning the sage, burning the Palo Santo, using the selenite, meditating with the crystals that have that quality, uh, getting grounded electrically, all of those things, doing the little things, the easiest little thing you can do, and that will help you approach in the uh, approach the hope. And Mark Angel Michael says, go forward fearlessly. So just keep moving forward. You're moving towards something good. There you go, Jim, Jim and I. Yes, <laughs> go forward fearlessly. Thank you for walking with me every step of the way, holding my hand, giving me confidence and courage and guiding my thoughts and actions in the direction of love and my life's true purpose. Boom, boom. So approach, six of cups, selenite green, all that good stuff. You're welcome for the bonus card, Gemini. That was just kind of accidental. All right. All right. Now we get the uh now we get the cancer people. Let's continue on here. What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> Kaylee over there is like aware of all of her planets and placements and houses. And she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> cool. All right, cancer. Ooh. All right, cancer. You get dispersion right now. So wherever, where's cancer at in your chart? Is it your sun sign? Is it your moon sign? Is it any of these things? Um, dispersion is the 
power to diffuse negativity and restore harmony. The big lesson for <laughs> big lesson for dispersion out of this card is that the best time to address with negative energy or how to deal with negative energy is as soon as you notice it, as soon as you notice it, whatever you got to do to disperse it, bring attention to it, neutralize it with the power of awareness. As soon as you see it, deal with it. That's dispersion. And that will keep the harmony flowing. And if you let yourself get too much of a backlog, you know, and we do this when we feel good, a backlog of things that need to be grounded, neutralized, integrated, it can build up on you and weigh you down. So what do we get for cancer? Ooh, big jumper. Page of swords or princess of swords, but jumped out upside down. What do we know? <laughs> I don't always do the reversals, but today the I feel like the reversals are real. So uh, this is saying for the, the cancer energy, you've had a period of stagnancy and feeling imprisoned by life. Like your plans have hit obstacles all of a sudden. Um, and maybe it's leaving you feeling aimless or not stimulated anymore. Maybe there's excessive secrecy going on and you need to be more honest with people in your life. And that's what will help you move forward. Maybe you think you're preserving someone's feelings by being uh, not as clear as you could be. And that actually doesn't end up helping. That ends up kind of eating you up on the inside, stuff like that. Um, so this is saying to for dispersion, because remember, this is coming with dispersion cancer that we want to revert, like we want to address the negative aspects or the reversal aspects of the princess of swords. And then get that will take us back into like dispersing, dispersion, getting back into full honesty, full expression is how we get out of the feeling of stuckness and into the feeling of spontaneity, you know, ready to take risks, daring. <laughs> so clear communication is the key. If you focus on clear communication and honesty, bringing the information forward, having the message and the conversation with people, re-examining your attitudes about things in conversation, this is going to leave you into discovery, breaking new ground, back to the busy and exciting time. But you got to do the dispersion first. You know, you got to. The series of changes won't, you won't get back into the flow of changes until you find what the wall is that you're hitting. And I think, you know, since this is the swords, could be related to the inner turmoil, inner turmoil from not expressing the truth to somebody or something. So uh, Davin asked, what is a progressed sun? Great question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cult priestess. Okay, this is it. This is it. This is it. She says, blow up the jerks in your life, you people pleaser cancer. Blow up the jerks in your life. It doesn't mean go at them like you're going to kill them, but, you know, if the jerk in your life is like the reason you're not being honest to the jerk in your life is because they're such a jerk and you're scared of how they're going to react. Fuck that. Blow them up. Tell them exactly what's up. Just it can be neutral. You don't have to like try to hurt their feelings. I know you can because you understand them emotionally deeply, but you must go in. <laughs> you must go in and say the exact truth and do it with neutrality. And that will be the best way to make the vampire go disappear they can't handle the sunlight of truth <laughs> it is that easy j-lo it is that easy okay archangel michael for you cancer i know we got stuck on cancer for a minute write about your thoughts and feelings back to that idea the journaling 
let it out express it express it that's how you turn the princess back to right side up so the prayer is thank you for helping me tap into my god-given creativity and wisdom so i clearly express myself and glean insight blessings and healings all right good stuff for you cancer i think that we really you know remember dispersion take care of the negative stuff as soon as you see it the blockage as soon as it's a apparent the longer you leave it there the more it weighs you down it, it, that is what it is okay leo give me a second I'm jazzed up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, main characters. Main characters. Main characters, Leo. Are you a main character? Mine's Leo Rising, so, you know. That's why I got the hair. M-A-N-E character. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Resoluteness for you. No compromises. All right, this is a card of determination, unwavering focus. This is the best meaning of this card, in my opinion, is you're supporting multiple possibilities and the potentials of life with your awareness. So that means that you want to keep your perspective rooted in whatever gives you the most options. I know resoluteness sounds like rigidity. No compromises sounds like, oh, it must be one way. But paradoxically, what you want to be resolute about is your openness to whatever it is that the Tao or the way of life has got in store, which means not limiting your possibilities or options. Resoluteness. Stay resolute in the possibilities mindset, not in like, cause that's the love mindset, Leo. And you're the heart. Leo's the heart. Let the, let the love perspective, let the expansive perspective be there. Uh, Kaylee says with Saturn opposing Leo, you must stand strong. Perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Resoluteness. Strongly defending love. That's what the fixed signs are really about. They hold their ground. They defend. Let's see what else it's about. Leo's the fixed fire, by the way. So Leo, hold your ground. Stand strong. Defend love by, you know, supporting the infinite possibilities in your life and not getting stuck in one thing and let other people see the same thing. All right, Leo. Another reversal, seven of the wands, but flipped. What does that got to tell us? Hmm. Hmm. See the picture here? He's kind of like holding his ground. <laughs> she just said, I'll die if you pull seven wands. I did pull seven wands. Do you not see it? Do you not see it? <laughs> I didn't. Kaylee, I love, I love having you in this chat. It's so funny. So uh, the reversal is good, actually. Reversal is good. Um, it, you know, it could be saying that you had some anxiety with the challenges of last week, maybe avoiding the confrontation of a challenge. Uh, dissimulation is an, a word that comes to mind. It's the dissimulation is pretending to be that which you're not. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry, simulation is pretending to be that which you're not. You're not. Dissimulation is pretending not to be that which you are. It's kind of like a reverse. So who you are is the, the fucking hero, Leo. You're the regal one. So... There's no taking the way, the easy way out for the king. All right. Embrace your virtue. <laughs> you actually are the superhero. I know we talked about don't be the superhero, but you are the, you are the superhero, Leo. So um, the important thing about the fact that you're the superhero is you don't want to take up causes of other people who aren't going to acknowledge you or like, you know, reciprocate you defending them. So you're no longer going to be the people's champion and, and just fighting these battles that you don't need to fight. So the reversal is like the cessation of antagonism and conflict. 
but that means you got to let go of your own grievances. Okay. Uh, take it easy, man. <laughs> take it easy. Slow down. It's actually okay to do that. You don't have to carry all the burdens. You can detach from being the fixer for everybody else and just strengthen yourself, strengthen yourself. Uh, and that's where you hold your ground because this is a card about holding your ground, standing up to resistance, but maybe the you're getting resistance to you being just there for you because uh, everyone wants Leo to come take care of their shit for them. All right. You don't need to do that. Defend your own position, fight for yourself. <laughs> and that is fighting for others because that gives everybody permission to take command and take charge, accomplish the impossible. So yeah. It's time to face the music, <laughs> face the music and quit avoiding the uh, your own self-work because you're taking on other people's problems for them. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's so funny. It goes with the stand strong. It cracks me up, Kaylee, that you predicted that that card would drop. You know, it jumped out of the deck. It jumped out of the deck. So here we go. Archangel Michael for you, Leo. Innocence. Such a good one for, for Leo. Okay. Okay. Dear God and angels, this is the prayer. Thank you for helping me see that all of your qualities of pure love and light are reflected within me and others. Help me embrace my God-given innocence so that I may be at peace. <laughs> yeah, there's a, you know, your innocence is a great superpower. It is the recognition that the your inner child and the purity of who and what you are and your Whenever your intentions are rooted in love, that is just like pure innocence. So uh, think about Leo as like that cute little kitty, Leo. That's that's you too. You are the strong defender, but you also are embraced like sweetness and the loving aspect of, of you. Because I know that once people get in with you, that's you just fiercely defend them. You fiercely care about them. And that's great because there's the heart. But like we said, you don't want to take up their cause when it's a lost cause. You know, you're not Captain Save-A-Ho, Leo. You're not Captain Save-A-Ho. You take care of yourself first, buddy. You're talking to me, my Leo rising. <laughs> Let's continue. Let's continue. This is so fun, right? Isn't this fun? I love this. Uh, it's kind of better to just go straight to the specific sign because we're talking to those archetypes directly. But hey, Virgo, do I even need to tell you anything? You're always right. You know, what do we got for you? What do we got for Virgo? Okay, okay, okay. Seeing what it's this one. Resoluteness. Do I need to hold the cards up so you see what I'm doing better? <laughs> wow. There it is again. That's two in a row out of 64. The odds are not super high. Resoluteness again. So, Virgo. Uh, do I need to talk about this again or go over it? Or should we just look at the tarot card resoluteness? No compromises, defend the infinite possibilities, stay rooted in the possibilities. And uh, you know, Virgo needs to hear that too, because they have a different problem with it in the sense that like they got it all figured out. And so there is no other way that it is other than the way they think they got it figured out. And you're right, but maybe there's more to it. Ooh. Ooh, this just popped out. All right. Two of cups, two of cups, Virgo is, uh, <laughs> oh, 
All right. So this is the love card. I mean, it isn't, there isn't much more to it than two of cups being the love card. Okay. There's more to it, but um, it's not just love, like romantic love and intimacy, but it is you like wherever. Yeah. Resoluteness, maybe defend or have like stay focused on this idea of sharing and the, the mutual exchange. But remember, remember, Resoluteness is about defending the, the possibilities and not getting stuck on just one. So that means you don't want this two of cups dynamic unless it is you have a full cup and they have a full cup. And yeah, you can share each other's cups with each other, but nobody is like pouring out their cup to the other person's cup. This is mutuality, okay? An actual reciprocity. And this can be in the form of friendship. I won't lie. It could be like your allies having some great, great balance between you and your allies, but very much connected to love and intimacy. Um, so good news. <laughs> this is a good news card for you. Uh, wherever the love is in your life, stay resolute with that. Keep focusing on that. Those things go really well together. Very, very beautiful. Let's see the Archangel card for this one. Your inner guidance is real and trustworthy. So, you know, whoever you have a good feeling about right now, maybe you've been kind of, you've been <laughs> been betrayed in the past, Virgo. Like maybe you saw the people, their flaws, but you loved them anyway. And then that came and bit you in the ass. Maybe this is telling you that your inner guidance is real and trustworthy is saying that the good feelings, that two of cups, good feelings is real and trustworthy and go with that. Don't let the past wounds, uh, pollute the water of this current exchange. Okay. Uh, the prayer for this card is help me see clearly, help me clearly see, feel, hear, and know the divine guidance that I have asked and prayed for. Allow me to keep my ego out of the way so that your wisdom can come streaming through me for my own benefit and for those around me. So uh, if you're not sure about the new allies or the, or the current allies or the current lover or something, that you need more inner guidance on, just ask for it, ask for it and uh, examine yourself clearly. That's what resoluteness is about. Really radical self-examination and figure out if the, the wobbles coming from you or from them, guess what? It's coming from you. <laughs> if the, we're all, it's, it's weird, but really everybody in your reality tunnel is a reflection of where you're at, especially what you see them as. So Get yourself right, resolutely anchor in yourself of uh, your self-care, self-love, and then you're going to get that two of cups experience in one way or another. Catherine, Catherine P, spot on for me. She says, cool. It's good to know that you're a Virgo. I didn't know that. We're going to talk tomorrow. Uh, maybe this is breaking confidentiality, but Kat and I are going to do a one-on-one -on -one divination tomorrow, and that's going to be super fun. And uh, you guys can do that with me too. I'll talk more about that later, but let's see what's up with Libra. I got a Libra moon. So it's, uh, you know, this one hits my emotional side or well, let's continue the shuffle. I'll know when it's time. Feels like this one increase. Cool. 42 increase Libra. The scales are tipping in your favor. looks like this is a card of sharing, reaping rewards, overflow, expansion, abundance. 
Cool. Yes. 42. The uh, ultimate answer to life, the universe and everything. So Libra, you got the 42 card. This is the breath supported like the wind, the gentle, the breath supported by the arousing, the electricity, the thunder. So the dynamic of increase is really telling you like in the I Ching anyway, to stay in or generate the dynamic of increase. It is to focus your energy on gentleness. Weirdly enough, how do you do that? Well, it's tough for me. It's tough for me. It's like, uh, maybe it's the, because I'm an airy son, but everything I do, I do it hard. I smash into things. I like I pick it up. I set it down, like slam it. I'm not trying to slam it. <laughs> I'm really not, but maybe practice a little bit of more gentleness, just gingerly try like, this is a great thing in Qigong for me to try to do the movements as little energy or as gentle and as softly as I can. Cause that's actually harder than doing it hard for me. So with increase, uh, watch how by conserving energy, by focusing mental energy on the gentle and on slowing down the way you slam into things, you get more energy out of life. That's uh, you're tipping the scales. <laughs> you're, you're putting less on the effort where it's not necessary side. And there's some surplus there. Cool. That makes sense, right? Yeah. I've never even thought of 42 that way, but it works. It's good. I needed to hear that. <laughs> My Libra mood needed to hear that, especially maybe on the emotion side. Like maybe I, maybe I'm too heavy duty with the, uh, maybe I come at people too hard emotionally that are in my personal life. Hey, all right. So what's increasing Libra? 10 of discs. This is you and your spouse and your kids and the dogs and grandma too. This is the whole, I would say the whole nine, but it's the whole 10. Ten of Discs is very much like um, uh, happily ever after in terms of material security. So there, you got some wealth on the way or manifesting, generating right now in the form of your familial connections and your romantic connections in, you know, what you have available to you at home, what's coming to you. So just like watch how the dynamic I just pointed out. <laughs> that focusing on the gentle, putting your energy into slowing down the movement and putting relaxed intensity into the movement. That's what Gordy just said. See how that opens up energy to come at. Like that energy will still express the slam energy, but maybe it'll come in the form of something good um, manifesting with that energy that you didn't use, right? Like the energy is never created or destroyed. It is what it is. But if you use it all up carelessly, maybe there's less of it to go around on what you manifest. Just a thought. <laughs> uh yeah so let's continue here what do we get prayer will help this situation okay so archangel michael recommending that your prayer um on whatever situation maybe it's the hard situation you went through over the previous week but anything will you know this is does this if this seems like a miracle the 10 of discs if that happily ever after Cause it's like, this is the material security that is so good. Like your wealth is your prosperity is so lined up that then it projects you, propels you into more spiritual expansion. Cause you have more time. You're not worried about like, when's the next meal coming or how, where am I going to live? Or am I going to be happy with, am I going to have a family? You know, this, at this point, 10 of discs, it's like all that's taken care of. 
and uh, the foundations are set where you can really focus on going into the next phase of life of spiritual development. You can relax and go within more because you're not trying to frantically get everything sorted out on the outside. So if there's some part of this picture of 10 of discs, you know, the whole family uh, and the resources being abundant and increasing, if you, if you feel like you need help with the flowering part or finding the fertile ground, ground for your seeds, prayer will help the situation and prayer will help any situation. It's a, you know, and pray, in my opinion, it's like pray as if you're giving thanks for that, that which is already within you. Not like you're asking for it, but just like you give thanks that whatever it is that you need and what's best for you and what you want even is already within you. And the prayer is like focusing on it and gently drawing it out. So let's continue. <laughs> Scorpio, what do you get? What are you getting? Could be anything. Got a whole 64 cards in this deck. Could be anything. Hey, I just noticed the tip. Thank you, Gordy. Appreciate that. Thanks for the Rockfin tip. That's awesome. I like seeing everybody in here, and I love the tribe. You guys that show up every time, really, really awesome. <clears throat> Scorpio, difficulty in the beginning. All right, so you're becoming stronger, but your vulnerability is also showing. You're seeing it yourself. This is the card of growing pains, okay? This is, um, you know, the egg is cracking. Whatever shell and armor, Scorpio loves the armor. They don't like to seem vulnerable, but it is happening. The armor's cracking. Embrace that. Embrace where you're at. The growing pains will actually strengthen you because it is growing pains. It means you're growing. Uh, the elements of that card are the abyssal supported by the, the arousal, the thunder. And yeah, I love that card because it's the egg. All right, but let's see the tarot. Let's see the tarot card for it's this one it's the one on top oh ooh, you got two you got two all right so first it's the magician the magician hey so is that who's hatching out of the egg is that what you getting real about yourself dropping the armor is this what is being revealed and maybe this is the shell that it came out of is the king of wands the upside down king of wands let's think about that a little more why what is the king of wands reversed trying to tell you here is maybe saying that uh you know your pessimism about your abilities or like you know the identity crisis of your armor cracking and falling off um is hurting yeah it's hurting your energy the pessimism is and you know, whenever you're coming out of this shell, you can't wait for someone else to take the lead. Nobody can get you out of it. You have to get yourself out of it. So um, maybe there is a way to receive assistance and you're rejecting it, kind of. But even accepting assistance is you getting yourself out of it. All right. So um, to flip the, the reverse king of wands, it is just saying to like bring, be self-motivated and Bring uh, bring optimism, you know, inspire yourself. However you got to do it, inspire yourself. And that's what the magician is doing all the time. So what's coming out of the shell for you? Uh, 
the magician popping out of this, I'm thinking that has to do with you taking uh, real steps into your entrepreneurial experience, awakening to uh, this mercurial aspect of yourself, right? Recognizing the bridge that you are between all the elements and between heaven and earth. Pretty big, to pretty big. Magician is definitely self-reliance. So like this means that you were having trouble with self-reliance. Now you're becoming into self-reliance, but the cracking out of that shell of the belief that you didn't have the ability and the autonomy is tough. It's tough, but breakthrough. The way out is through and it's good. Maybe it's time to go freelance, Scorpio. I think that you've got the goods. Have figure out how to bring it to people. Let's continue. Magician has so much to it. I mean, it could be like me the metaphysics and spiritual science aspect of you that's coming out. And, you know, Scorpio has got that, got that deep, 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 deep uh, occult power, <laughs> occult awareness. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> Sorry about the throat clears. Take your time in making this decision. That's what Archangel Michael has got for Scorpio. So, yes, you're it's it's uh, uncomfortable breaking out of the shell, uncomfortable moving into the entrepreneurial phase of life, but take your time with it and the be relaxed, stay strong, stay relaxed. Relaxed is strength, right? That's what we just talked about with the previous card. So the prayer is, please help me stay strong and relaxed as I approach this situation. Remind me to detach and step back, allowing the situation to naturally unfold. Thank you for protecting me. So this, this eggshell is protection and we're detaching and stepping back from that and recognizing that our protection now comes from spirit. I mean, it always did, but we don't have to play the game of wearing the armor, wearing the shell. And now we can be protected because we know that we're in flow with life force energy itself going with that flow. All right. Wow. This is taking forever. Fun. Well, it is, it is fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Sagittarius, it's your time. We're there. We're in the Sag season right now. What's good, Sag? What's good? This one. All right. Not unlike Aries, your fire sign brothers and sisters, Sagittarius has pulled the waiting card, highly feminine card. This is all about taking care of essentials, uh, only so like whenever, right. Whenever someone's pregnant, this card looks like a pregnant woman, obviously, whenever there's a pregnancy of sorts, the best thing to do for the pregnant woman is probably to like scale back and do just the things that keep them healthiest and not overdo other things. Right. So this is the abyssal supported by the yang energy. This is like folk, like taking the restraint aspect of this or the moderation aspect of this has to do with letting your awareness, the spiritual side, your attention be focused on and supporting the deepest part of yourself, the unconscious, the full vast ocean of self that you can't, it's paradoxical because you can't like the awareness can't see the entire unconscious at once. It just can't. But if you look in there and keep looking within, keep looking in there, uh, the what you're looking for will come out. So it's just about perseverance with that. Um, what you're looking for, you might not even know that that's the thing that's being born. You don't know what the baby's like till it comes out, but you'll find it. 
So, uh, and because it's like, in my opinion, that definitely fits with Sagittarius because Sag can take aim at something and it's IC. So it is referring to, you know, look at the sea, see the sea within, see the full, full abyssal depths of who you are. We're going to get more context though. I think we need it. Oh, the moon, the moon. Okay. So you see to me, there's like a similar feel here. <laughs> I don't know. You guys tell me, but the moon is, um, what do I think it means in this context? Well, <laughs> okay. You know what is holding me up? I tried to play like I didn't draw it reversed. All right. I can't play. It came up upside down. It did. Not a negative. Like, this isn't bad. Negative or whatever. It actually, the reversal is like, were you living in a fantasy world, Sagittarius? Um, were you waiting for something to come and fix things for you? Was that the waiting? Um, this is letting go of hopium, quitting the hopium drug, and uh, or maybe even like, releasing some addiction that you had uh that's really gone now and you've avoided the huge upheaval or the big loss that could have come from sticking to the illness or what it was that was making the addiction right or what it was that was making you ill um so flipping this card the moon which is what a reversal is always telling us to do let go of the negative aspects which would be like um, lack of introspection, <laughs> lack of insight for the moon, like can't see the subconscious side or refusing to look at it. So let go of that. Look clearly at your subconscious, how your programming has led you to the behavior that you've done. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, this is once it's righted, then your mystical Sagittarius self, your visionary self will come through. Whatever that is, are you a storyteller? You know, are you a musician? Whatever, clairvoyance. Definitely, Saggy's got that clairvoyance uh, pretty strong. So, yeah, the moon and waiting. Were you waiting to let go of something that was hurting you from your programming? Uh, wait no more. You can see, you see clearly how things have been affecting you, and it will let launch you into the power of yourself the visionary side of yourself by getting out of self-deception. That's the, that's what I think it means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Davin, wow. He said, that is so deep. The same time we had the eclipse in Sagittarius, I was getting hit really hard from cigarette withdrawal and getting smacked by this weird hopium thing. Yeah. We did have the last eclipse in Sag. <laughs> Look, guys, I feel you too. I had the whole like getting stuck back on the video game train during that eclipse. Well, not during it, but right after it. And you know how the eclipses work. You ride out that energy for a while. Now, Archangel Michael for Sag is saying new beginnings and a fresh start. Cool. So the prayer is thank you for bringing new opportunities and offering support for helping me release and heal my past. Fill me with trust as I experience these life changes. So trust the changes. The new beginnings are here. That's an easy oracle. You guys can interpret that for yourself. And uh, definitely sounds like what Davin said, uh, new beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We're getting there. Capricorn time. 
Yeah, Caps. What's up? Caps in the house. Sound off. I want to know who's what. Like, if you guys let me know in the chat whenever I hit your sun sign, that's cool. Or one of your moon or rising. Maybe I'll remember them all. But it's, you know, it's up to you. You can keep it private. And, of course, some of you are hearing this later. So, Capricorn, what time is it for you? Where have you guys been or where are you at? This this one. Ah, I got to <laughs> Resoluteness, resoluteness, silver 43, resoluteness. Like, do I need to just get up and walk away? What am I doing here? <laughs> I need some kind of, I need some kind of like music to play. Because uh, how do you draw this three times in a row? What's up? Well, it's not in a row, but in the same group of 12, it's pretty fucking... Yeah, I don't want to talk about resoluteness anymore. I already told you about it twice. Capricorn, do you need me to tell you? You guys know. Let's just get into the, the tarot context, all right? All right? See what that's about. <laughs> so funny. So funny. So resoluteness, though, Capricorn is cardinal, right? So maybe... Yeah, maybe it's different for you to initiate a new level of, of firm, resolute, whatever it's going to be for you, right? Push, pushing through, you say, Rachel, it's not a good thing. I know it's not a good time, but I'm glad you're pushing through. Okay. She's talking to Davin. Yeah, man. I'm happy to see the, the healing cycle. Keep doing your blog and your writing. That's super cool. I've seen you share that on Telegram. Capricorn is repetition, Kaylee says. So eight of wands. All right. Eight of wands. What do we think about eight of wands for you, Capricorn? What do we think about eight of wands and resoluteness together? Well, it is kind of the uh, take action. Sometimes Cap being that that uh, cardinal earth is not always the fastest to change pace or to even make anything happen. Uh, sometimes they're slower, steadier. This is about uh, resoluteness maybe is like put put your energy towards your short-term goals right now and <laughs> push yourself to new limits with what you're like willing to take on. Take a lot of action. That's Or maybe that's already happening for you. Maybe there's a huge change of pace happening right now. But if you got a busy schedule or or an empty schedule, maybe try to fill that schedule. Maybe, you know, you like it on the calendar. I'm sure you like the structure of that. So if, uh, if what you're doing to support yourself currently does require you to, like, work with other people, uh, maybe see if you can innovate the way that you, you schedule or you calendar things or you gain new work or new tasks, right? Does that make sense? I get the feeling here is that like part of the resoluteness for Capricorn was um, not. Yeah, not taking on more, even though you could like staying a little firm in the oh, I couldn't do all that. I, I'm only going to do this. I think you can do more Capricorn. That's what I feel right now. I think you can do more. So. <laughs> yeah, let's continue. What's your. Archangel Michael, this is a quick message because it's an eight of wands. You know, there's not a lot to say about it. It's all about the quickness. All right. So, Cap, were you 
did you feel like something needed to get better before you could take the action? Like, was that what you're waiting for? Because uh, Archangel Michael says, whatever the situation is, it's already resolved. It's already resolved. So whatever you're waiting for, your prayer here is, I give any worries, cares, and concerns to you, God, in exchange for true peace in all ways. Thank you for resolving this situation in a divinely perfect way. Bam. So you already your, your shit's already taken care of. So time to move forward and make, make new shit happen, Capricorn. You're there. Order Abkeo. You said, do me a reading. Hit me up. One-on-one uh, -on -one readings are definitely available. And it's a lot more specific when we do a one-on-one. -on -one, definitely. This is general, but it's still fun. General is really fun. JLo, have a great day. You have class. Thanks for hanging out. This is the longest divination group one I've ever done. They just keep getting longer. Well, it is fun. That's probably why. All right. But we, we're going to keep flowing. We're going to keep flowing. We're almost there. Aquarius flowing. Hey, that fits. All right. All right. All right. You Aquarius aliens. <laughs> what do we got for you? Hmm. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Grace. All right. This is something you're already good at. Aquarius, Grace, you've already got the skills at the aesthetics of things, in my opinion. So what we're talking about with the Grace card is recognizing that the outer is a reflection of the inner and uh, you work on your inner self and you will have more grace and beauty. But also if you focus on the aesthetics, like the details, which I know you're good at, I know you're good at it. Um, you already have an eye for this as an Aquarius. So bring the beauty out of things like whatever you're like, maybe get into some creative projects, uh, focus on making things pretty in your home, whatever the case may be. Grace is about the stillness being supported by the, the passion. Or the, so what is what is graceful is that which is like, it's kind of very similar to resoluteness, but with a softer exterior in the sense that the, uh, the inner unchanging self, the Tao, is expressing itself from the inner to the outer, right? Grace is card number 22, cool number two. So grace is about self-expression too. Um, that is... Definitely a pathway to grace. Let's continue here. Page of Cups. Hey, Princess of Cups. Do you guys like to call them Page or Princess? I kind of prefer Princess, but I say Page because I look at the card and that's what it says. But it makes more sense to have two masculine characters and two feminine characters. So <laughs> Page of Cups is so Aquarius. It's like dreamy, sensitive, uh, you know, very gentle. Aquarius can be that way. Also poetic or dramatic. This is, um, you know, talking about since we're looking at grace and it's a page, um, find the beauty and the grace in, in nature, in your relationships, in your passions. Let all of those things be mystically connected to your inner journey. Like, see, you already see this. I don't even need to tell you anything, Aquarius. I don't even know why you come here. You already know all this. <laughs> uh, so, hey, looks like maybe at an Oracle level page of cups coming up with grace is just saying that like you're, you're uh, what you're doing right now is like, cause a keyword to this is grace itself. Page it's got a uh, page of cups has got grace as a keyword. So what you're doing right now is already expressing the grace, right? <laughs> just shut up. Slick. He said, 
just like Grace Jones. <laughs> Grace Jones is ugly, ugly hot or whatever. That's a weaving spiders welcome inside joke. Yeah, I'm. I had to draw. An, I had to draw another card for you. So um, I don't know why, but something told me Aquarius needed to see Ace of Pentacles too. So looks like maybe if you focus on the aesthetic parts of your life, if you really take the time to create the beautiful stuff, wherever it is, maybe even on a vocational level, it's going to draw the resources to you in a new way. So if you can find new, new areas of life to experience beauty and to perceive and look for beauty, you will also find new resources that just naturally come out of that beauty. So think about it. Beauty is harmony. And what happens in musical harmony is two notes or two chords come together and an overtone like new energy expresses out of it and it's beautiful so that the money is gonna the resources they're gonna come for you more more readily the more that you focus on the beauty in life even if that doesn't even mean work per se like the the beauty could be like just getting out taking more hikes and seeing how that changes your your energy flow all right archangel michael for you Jeez, hour and 41 minutes in. I was going to do all kinds of other stuff today. <laughs> I guess I, I still will somehow. Okay. Oh, all right. Archangel Michael says, this is your life's purpose. Hey, this is saying that I think the message here is that bringing out the beauty in life, making things prettier is your life's purpose. Aesthetics and as a philosophy deserves is an entire podcast to discuss because the reason there's a major reason why we perceive beauty in the world, guys, we need to perceive beauty. It's a compass. So your life's purpose, according to Archangel Michael. Yeah. Here's the prayer. Archangel Michael, you know, the details of my divine life purpose. And I ask you to help me be aligned with my goals. Please clearly guide my actions so that I'm taking the best steps to fully manifest my wonderful and meaningful career, right? Like, wonderful and meaningful career is there a new direction for you and is it a direction that involves is it a, you know your poetic nature right is it <laughs> are you going to be charming people with your your beautiful perspectives are you going to bring out the grace in life hey i got to apologize sometimes one of the signs has just got more that wants to come through and you know we can't spend the same amount I don't have a timer over here to spend the same amount of time on one sign as the other. And Aquarius apparently needed two tarot cards. It is, it is how we're doing it today. <laughs> that's what it, it's what it needed to be. But we're finally, finally, finally making it all the way around the horn to Pisces. You beautiful Pisces people. I got a lot going on in Pisces, Venus and Mercury in Pisces for me. So you know, I'm wondering, like, where's the where's the the love message, the deep, deep love and and pleasure from Venus for me in this read and the Mercury, you know, the communication expressing, expressing. OK, 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 let's go fish heads. Let's go fish people. Thirty two duration. This is a card about. So do you remember the increase card? Forty two. This is the flip of that. This is supporting your bioenergy with the breath as opposed to supporting the breath with your bioenergy. 
that leads to more of a, it's more of a perseverance. It's not stagnancy. It's maturity. It, it, the continuity like seasons will change, but this mountain stays what it is enduringly. Okay. So whatever's going on in your life right now, Pisces, this is talking about strengthening the commitment that you have to what it is you're persevering through. What is you're persevering for? All right. This is saying you've got the endurance continue onward. We're going to get more context though. Going to get more context. Oh, it's definitely this one. Oh, okay. It's two, two for this one too. Jeez, burgers. All right. <laughs> All right. So duration in context with a reverse queen of swords. What do you think, guys? What do you think? Queen of swords is like, It's a tough one, all right? It's like um, Pisces, maybe you don't plan things very well. Maybe you're not very productive because you're kind of too fish-tarted. Just kidding, okay? Um, this is about, like, let's bring some consistent. Why this is reversed is because it wants you to try to bring some consistency to your life. And that's why duration is up here, okay? Um, consistency with consistent honesty is good, Um so this queen of swords reversed is like a stasis thing. And there's really no stasis. Stasis is an illusion. That's actually stagnation. So <laughs> don't be fish tarted. Don't get stuck. Like, you know, in the depression, in the, the low vibe. Okay. Um, realize that even though you have some like deep inner insights about things, Pisces, you already kind of know some of the secrets of the, of life, but do not stop learning keep the like duration of learning keep knowledge is how we we heal everything and cure everything so to flip the queen of swords this is a maybe a good idea to look for some counseling or advice right now to help you get more consistent about the things that you need to be doing to improve your life okay so after that counseling or teaching or healing coaching whatever then let that be a bridge to self reliance and then you need to just hold to your truth, man, or, or woman. Okay. <laughs> hold to your truth. All right. And look, we got two swords here. We got a seven of swords too. And I'm sorry, six of swords, six of swords also popped reverse. So it's kind of like, this is definitely fun for Pisces because it's crossing the, the water. If we look at it right here, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Sunseat Rachel says that the Queen of Swords is meant to knight and initiate. So yeah, maybe there's a Queen of Swords that you're avoiding that could help you initiate something in your life, right? <laughs> All right, so six though, six of swords reversed. Again, stagnation, uh, blockage, restriction. Don't be stuck rooted in stagnation. Find where the stagnation is. All right, we, when we flip this, this is like now you're on the journey. Now you're moving again and you're taking what you care about with you. But sometimes uh, we get so stuck on trying to hold on to what we think things should be that then it just turns into stagnation, right? I want, I know it's not balanced to do three for Pisces, but I want to get one more in here. Like why <laughs> have you been like living on false hope Pisces? Is that what these cards are about? 
Cause that's definitely something that is a part of that sign. Uh, you know, some lies and secrets. Don't lie to yourself. Uh, don't have, you don't need the false hope. Oh my God. <laughs> Seven, of- <laughs> Seven of swords reversed. All right. So here's what it is. You're it's this reversed is saying that instead of like trying to get away with your, your thoughts there that you feel were dissonant, uh, or like letting it slide that you're not being recognized for all the stuff that you're juggling and all the things that you've overcome. Uh, look at this reverse is saying, speak your damn mind. Okay. That's why these were upside down. You're not now I get it. You are not speaking your mind. Okay. Uh, remind. <laughs> it's like when we flip this, you're the guy with the bright ideas. Okay. And you they're in there. So take, Accept the recognition for your insights. Don't hide your insights because that's how you retard yourself. If you, and even if those insights came from some of the deep depression swimming down in the murky depths that Pisces can do, all right? This is what we talked about way back at the very beginning, way back at the very beginning, how, uh, you know, at the right time and the right place, you want to express any part of the journey that is ready to be expressed. Don't hide the, don't hide the hard stuff necessarily. Okay. So this reversal is saying that like relationships are going to improve difficulties and impasses are overcome. It's funny that it's reversed too, but this is actually like clarity and enhanced efficiency. This is good. So maybe you can improve your, your strategies on life or your work and your livelihood uh, with the coaching, finding the teacher, the, the queen of swords to knight you. Um, and that also is good because you will get someone that can, that see you're expressing to, and they see you for who you are and, uh, you get accountability out of that instead of being able to hide, hide the depressed energy. So, yeah, <laughs> let's continue. Let's continue. We got last thing for you. I know you got a lot Pisces shield yourself, shield yourself. Okay. Energetic hygiene for you is the message here. Um, you can pray for that, but also burn the sage, burn the Palo Santo, take care of your energetic hygiene. That's what will keep you out of the depression rut, Pisces, big time. And this goes for everybody. This is the last card in the whole big read. Well, not really. I'm also going to draw a crystal oracle card for everybody. But Archangel Michael says, Pisces, shield yourself, energy hygiene. Don't just take a shower. You got to also clean your energy field. That's real. That's true for everybody, but maybe you're more susceptible to the, the, uh, taint tainted energy in your field because water, you know, it, uh, it mixes in the solution of your water element more easily. So last card, this is for everybody. Tiger iron. What? I got that right here. Tiger's iron. It's one of my favorite stones. It's tiger's eye with extra iron added to it. So maybe that's a stone you want to look into acquiring for yourself. Somebody out there that is hearing me talk about it, but the, uh, the (laughs) divination meaning to look in this book is mental clarity, grounding, assertiveness, vitality, sexual energy. So it's saying to ground your abstract spiritual ideas and concepts into your everyday physical life. That is bring it into a behavior and ritual, energy hygiene practice, all of that. (laughs) And also you, 
this tiger's iron is about grounding and revitalizing your sexual energy. That's great because you need, you can't just like at this phase of your development, you can't just be letting that all go. Blah, right. There's a, the idea of retention is powerful. The idea of cycling your creative, your sexual creative energy into creative projects is real. You wouldn't be here listening to me right now if you weren't at that point. Also, thanks for the tip from whoever gave me the other tip. I can't see who it was. I think it might have been Christine. Maybe my phone will tell me. I got to say thanks. Yeah, Christine, thanks for the tip on Rockfin. Love that. So that's it. Like, you know, Tiger's Iron is awesome. This is like my main meditation stone for years. Highly recommend. It feels really good. And that's it, everybody. Um, we can do one-on-one -on -one divinations with you. I say we. It would be me and you only. If you want, I do a Key of Destiny spread for people lately, but there are other spreads we could potentially address if you had a specific question on your mind. Uh, love the group chat. Order Up Chaos says this chat is fire. Yes, it is. You guys are the best. This is the, definitely the team. Um, Wow, really, really cool stuff in the chat. I've been trying to watch it as I go, but also I'm trying to do this flow state. So yeah, I do what I can. I also would love to offer the sound healing with the tuning forks. We do this remotely, very powerful, promise that it's effective and it's a great investment. You can message me, chance at interversepodcast.com for that and for the, the divination stuff. If you watch out later today, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be premiering an episode of Interverse with Jim Gale, the food forest abundance guy. And wow, is it good? Like you guys, Jim Gale is super powerful guy. We're going to have a lot of fun in that premiere. It's, I've already had the conversation, so I know how good it is. And then I don't know what time I'm going to premiere it at. I think like, like 6 p.m., uh, maybe 5 p.m. Central. You'll know if you watch Telegram and uh, that'll be great. Food forest abundance, the real solutions to fixing the fractal right now. Maybe if you've been wondering like what you're supposed to be trying to move towards vocationally after hearing all this talk about it in this read, maybe food forest is a good next step, probably for everybody. So we'll talk about that with Jim Gale pretty soon. There's going to be a vibrant tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Don't miss that. That's a live podcast, not a premiere. And it's really fun. You know, that's on the Interverse channel. And uh, thanks, everybody. There's... So much good stuff going on. I can't tell you about all of it, or I would just sit here for another 15 minutes. I uh, love you all. Really appreciate those that hung with me through the live uh, stream of this. And if you're just listening on the playback, that's cool too. It's kind of, you know what? I don't even know if I've ever gone two hours solo before, but <laughs> apparently I've got it in me. We'll see if this is a pattern, but it's a good, it's a good place to cut it stop thank you gordy says awesome thank you chance the flow is hot in this one it's hot it's hot i got the hot hands today maybe i don't know you guys all right i gotta stop it at some time but thanks for everyone that hung out very good time interverse crew much love to you all hang out on telegram if you're not there you know what before i stop i'm gonna put the telegram link into the chat it's also in the description of the show but if you've been coming to these lives and you're not in our telegram you're missing the party because it's like the live stream chat never ends. And there it is. Hang out with us. And um, yeah, good show coming up. Like Rachel says, good show coming up. Jim Gale, he's pretty amazing. 
And I'll catch you guys later. Thanks so much. You are fun to hang out with for two hours. That's for sure. <laughs> I love the fam. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll catch you guys later. Hit me up on Telegram. Email me if you want the, the sound healing, the divination. We'll do it. Bye-bye.